Hi, and welcome to the Campus Outreach Memphis podcast, where we want to help you navigate specific relevant topics as you walk with God in college. I'm your host, Megan Rintoul, and today on the podcast is David Heppy, um, one of my friends who I've known for a pretty long time and is married to my best friend, coincidentally. Um, David and I went to college together at Southeast Missouri State University, and he is now on staff here in Memphis. How's it going, David? It's going great, Max. Appreciate you for having me, and also appreciate you for being one of the architects of my marriage, basically. <laughs> You're Megan welcome. Had, Megan had sort of a behind-the-scenes <laughs> Illuminati-esque thing to get me and Audrey together. You know, it, worked, it, so. it happens, people. So For that, I'm indebted to you. So <laughs> You're welcome. That. Anytime. Dave has been on staff here in Memphis for almost three years now. Mm, yep. Yeah. So we came here around the same time. Um, and today we're having David talk with us a little bit about the importance of the local church. And so if you're cool, we're just going to hop right in. David, I know that um, through your time in college and becoming a Christian and then even leaving college and coming on staff, but also some time before that, you really have been involved in a church, you know, and sometimes that comes in different capacities. Um, and so would love for you kind of just to maybe walk us through how you have seen your life impacted by the church and maybe even just your story of of your time in church. Yeah, for sure. And we can kind of start with the reason why, because I think it's just kind of easy to have the going to church and being a member of the church as like a cool tack on thing they can do along mm-hmm. with all your other Christian obedience activities. But to even just like get at the why a little bit, um, a lot of what I'm going to be talking about Stems from a verse that I definitely was directed to during my time in college with Campus Outreach. It's Hebrews 10, 24-25, and it says, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, another, all the more as you see the day drawing near. So when I was thinking about this and like kind of the reason why for joining the local church, something that really like came to mind um, is just thinking about who we are in Christ. And so specifically with that, if you think back to like what it says in Romans about us being adopted as sons or in this case as sons and daughters um, of Christ, it's like, man, you're adopted and you're in the Lord's family and he is your father. And that's objectively true if you're in Christ, which is amazing. But I think sometimes in our little bit more um, individualized culture and whatnot, we don't really realize that like when you're adopted, you're also adopted into a family um, with brothers and sisters all around. You're looking around. It's like, wow, look at these multitudes of all these people who come from all different walks of life and have all different background stories um, that are just as well. The reality that you live in of being united to Christ, they're also living in as well. And so you're being adopted into a family in that regard. So, yeah, I think just like um, something that maybe get kind of lost in this generation is that our faith isn't like a hermit faith. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We talk about like the yeah. weird medieval yeah, yeah. stuff where people <laughs> go off. It's like, that's not it. Like, that's never actually been the case. Like, biblical Christianity has always been a communal faith that you come together as a family in this covenant bond with Christ. So, that's always the biggest reason why, and one of the beautiful ways that manifests itself is through the local church. So I can delve into more of that, but that's definitely like the biggest reason 
why the local church is important. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think it really is a neat thing to experience when you come into a relationship with Jesus um, and both of us knowing we came to experience that while we were in college. And I think, um, man, we... We've shared this before together of just that, you know, I grew up going to church just thinking it was this thing to attend. But I think what you said, David, so beautifully was so much more of there is a sense of we were adopted by God, but then there's this family that we're led into mm-hmm. and and viewing the church as our family. And yeah. so it, it really shows us that like that is why we have the church is, is to have a family. And so that just is really shows, I think, yeah, even why we need it, but also the importance of the church. And so, man, I think that can be cool for a lot of people to hear, especially those who maybe grew up kind of like you and I did mm-hmm. of, man, I, I'm, I'm just going and I'm attending church yeah. and I'm, I'm sitting here and it's just this thing I do on Sundays. And so, man, even as you've experienced it grow into more of a family, maybe tell us a little bit more of how how you've seen that impact your life, that church is no longer just this thing to attend, but has become this vital need in your walk with Jesus. For sure. So as you kind of mentioned, grew up just within the church and whatnot. Um, And obviously not being Christian at the time that that was occurring, didn't have the great, like, you know, not the, I wouldn't say the greatest experience, just not much of a care for it at all. But I would even say that kind of even continued on becoming a Christian in college and you know we would all go to cape bible chapel and whatnot at SEMO, but it's like i was definitely one of those people not involved i showed up because everybody showed up this and that and i would definitely say that was to my detriment at the time my case in point with that would be as soon as i graduated SEMO and i decided i was going to go on staff with campus outreach which means you have to support raise and so i moved back home you know what i mean i don't have any money i'm moving back like with um you know, just back in the same area that I grew up in, just with my roommates or my mom and dad, as I sometimes <laughs> call them. But, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so just no community, nothing like that. And deep dove into a series of just depression and anxiety with the, you know, sport raising is a challenging thing. That's a different, that's a different talk. <laughs> but uh, uh, I wasn't going to say, yeah, it was just the first time I had ever really experienced mm. a faith, a true season of trial and, um, yeah, just trial, honestly, yeah. just a hard season of faith. And what pulled me out of that by God's grace was connecting me to a good, solid, biblical local church. Um, and this is the same one that I got um, discipleship through while I was support raising, and actually the same one that Audrey and I ended up getting married in. And I just really got saw the importance of why Christ mandates this um, to his children, to come together and to meet together. So, you know, that's definitely my biggest testimony to that and then even going forward that after the support raising is done move to memphis well getting out on your own and moving into a big city and starting a job let alone ministry all by yourself for the first time that's really scary you know um and i think again just getting involved and getting the work out of um but being more importantly as we talked about part of the family here at second presbyterian in memphis um i just can't speak to the lanes that like how good that's been for me and my personal walk um, to really not only uh, attend, but become a member, get involved in the Sunday schools, serve in some capacity, whether in the nursery or whatnot, actually go out and be a part of their ministry partners. And also to say, it's like, 
Yeah, I mean, I know I'm referring to like marriage a lot, but like, man, just the discipleship and me and Audrey get by de facto by being around other married couples in the church. I just can't speak in lengths how much that has helped me and just my walk with the Lord um, in being a part of a church like this. So that's just that's always my testimony, and I think in any my two uh, greatest seasons of struggle, what the Lord used in that was the local church to help and give me a community and sense of accountability and all that. So Yeah. It's really neat to hear you say. I think what what you're saying is that in college you you had a church that you attended mm-hmm. and you went to and and enjoyed, but you didn't know really how to utilize nope. this gift that you'd been given mm-hmm. until you were in this hard situation. Yep. And weren't sure what to turn to. And and that's when the church really began began to to almost blossom more in your life um, was was when you had to learn how to utilize this gift and yeah, yeah and ju- and just I think it's it's really sweet that I think sometimes when the Lord brings us into hard situations um, we really we really then get to see um, you know even things that we took for granted yep. like like our community that we had in college yep. and so. I think even even stemming off of that, because because you and I had similar experiences of of leaving and um and you know going somewhere where we didn't have a local church yeah. already established mm-hmm. and coming to Memphis having a church home to enter in that we knew people that were members here we knew different things but someone that kind of is maybe in the same season you and I walked through when we graduated college or even more than that um, you know someone who is in college right now mm-hmm. and it's like, man, I don't have looking around saying I don't have a local church or I do have a church that I go to, but I I would all I would also agree with David of man, maybe I'm not actually utilizing mm-hmm. this. What would you say to someone who is is kind of in maybe both of those positions or even is just like, I'm not a part of a church but I want to get invested. Like, how, how do you even begin that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll just kind of, like, hopefully as briefly as possible, go, kind of <laughs> go through, uh, like, finding a church if you're in a situation of uh, what the young go-hearts call church shopping. Which I was, <laughs> right. Uh, a fun little term, fun little term. But, uh, so, yeah, I, like, I kind of thought about, like, a lot of ways with this. And, you know, when people are looking at churches, especially through the lens of how people of our generation would look at it's like, Okay, this one church, um, they sing hymns. This other church sings what's on the radio. Or um, this one church meets in a building that looks like it's out of Harry Potter. And then, like, (laughs) this other one meets an industrial warehouse that has a a trendy coffee shop with it. Or, you know, it's all old people in this church. Or it's all 30-somethings waiting on their second kid um, and everything in this church. So, uh, let me pick through that. It's like... I understand that, um, and maybe there's some validity to certain things, but I think when you think about it like that, and you look at just kind of like the outside demographic and appearance of things like that, you're kind of really going and judging a church off preference rather mm-hmm. than um, something that I think would go deeper. And so my biggest urge with choosing a church would be um, compared to what would actually really be know your scripture really well and actually look into the Bible and see like, what should a community of believers look like? And so probably like the three way, best ways that manifest itself is like, one is like the preaching and teaching of the word. Um, you know, are you hearing the gospel? Are you yeah. hearing the preacher speak from the Bible? I think like if you need a good reference point, it's like looking at Romans, which is basically like 
a lot of the core teachings of the Bible in a nutshell. Um, hey, is like the preacher really saying a lot of the same thematic things or the same exact things of the gospel and aspects of that right then and there? That would be huge. Two, and this is something that us, our generation, again, kind of thinks a little bit less about is sort of like the liturgy of things and like, mm-hmm. hey, how's the church like organized and like, is this a glorifying biblical thing? And even within that, something we definitely don't think about is like sacraments. It's like, man, are these people having like a biblical view of a mandated thing that the Lord talks about with to remember him, the Lord's Supper or baptism to symbolize our union with Christ um, and coming into the covenant family. So if you want to like learn more about stuff like that, like first Corinthians or like, I think even like the Timothy's or honestly a lot of just uh, Paul's epistles are good for that. And then like, thirdly, it's like, how is this uh, church living out their Mm, faith? Um, I think like, for example, it's like, are they affectionate each other with like brotherly love? Like Romans 12, are they, um, giving and looking to serve the less fortunate. You can look at like Philippians or honestly the Acts church about trying to help each other in community, but also trying to help their communities together. And, you know, like there's something to say about like, is it a joyful worship there? Like, do they genuinely want to worship the Lord with all their hearts? Are they representing like a lot of the attitudes and the heart meditations of like the Psalms? Is this what you're seeing played out within the congregation and whatnot. So that was just like a few things I kind of thought about when it comes to choosing a church. And then y'all, if you're in one or halfway in one and everything like that, if it meets any at all of that non-exhaustive criteria that I just laid out by any means, like, hey, dive in, you know what I mean? And to be honest, it's like, hey, if everything's not perfect, Christ never promised a perfect church until he returns and claims back his bride. So Yeah, I would just encourage anybody in that sort of season of life, like, become a member. It's an awesome covenantal thing to do that. Get involved. uh, Get mentors within it. Be around people that aren't in your specific spheres within the church. Serve the church also, too. Um, And you'll just find it as more and more as you go along. It's this beautiful nurturing thing that the Lord uses to bring you in more love and joy in the reality that you live in Christ as you do it with your family around you. So, yeah, yeah. man, that's a good word. I think I I heard one time a pastor say, you know, no one is ever going to be like, ah, if you're like, hey, how can I help? Like, even just going to (laughs) your pastor at your church or even the woman who works at the front desk or or some way like that, they will be able to direct you in. And, And like you said, becoming a member, I think. There was so much about the local church I didn't know until I went through a membership class. Yeah. And so even mm-hmm. that way is a good way to know your church. But anyway, David, I think everything you said here today is just a helpful start to thinking about and knowing and understanding the importance of the local church. And I think even just gave us some great scripture to go and look through and dive into and, and really figure out, um, you know, what is this gift um, that the Lord has given us to really get to experience his, his kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. And so um, thank you so much for sharing with us today. And I really enjoyed it.